This is a Hog Sports Network podcast. You're listening to The Game Changers, a podcast that highlights the success of female athletes across Northwest Arkansas and beyond. Here's your host, Ethan Westerman of the Hog Sports Network. Everyone, welcome into another episode of the Game Changers podcast. Uh, today is Friday, January 12th, and really excited uh, for this episode today. Going to have an interview with Danielle Gibson Horton, who is in her first year back at Arkansas as a coach of the softball team. People who have watched the team in recent history are very familiar with Danielle. She was an All American here, had just an outstanding career with the Razorbacks, and uh, really excited to have her on here in just a second. Uh, get to hear kind of how it's been for her adjusting back to um, being here in Fayetteville again and now working with the team. But before we hop into that uh, interview, just want to touch base real quick on a on a couple results and things that are going on. Uh, first, just let's fill in on the women's basketball team. Um, they just got done last night losing to Mississippi State. They uh, actually fell behind by, I think, as many as 14 or so in the first half. Um, kind of was looking bleak, but they showed a lot of fight. They came back, and they even took the lead late in the fourth quarter, but they just couldn't hold on to it. It was like they expended so much energy just to just to get back to have the tie that it was honestly like whenever they got the lead, it was they kind of flaked a little bit of like how do, how do we protect this. So um, tough loss for them, but they showed a lot of fight, a lot of character in that game. Um, definitely a result that – um, you know, you hope at the end of the year doesn't come back to bite them looking at, you know, a, a three-point loss. It was 66-63. Uh, you know, at the end of the year, some of those losses like that can sting a little bit more because uh, it can be the difference in tournament or no tournament or seed, uh, high seed, low seed. So um, tough result for them, but they showed a lot of fight. And that's something about this team this year that I've noticed is they really do respond well, um, you know, to adversity. They dropped their opening game of SEC play at Kentucky, uh, didn't play very well in that game, and then came back uh, this past Sunday and put together just by far their best performance of the season against Georgia. Um, they won that game 83-43 and really just had contributions all around. Um, Carly Keats really stepped up. Uh, Talia Scott is out right now just with a day-to-day back injury. Doesn't seem like it's super major, but, um, but Carly Keats stepped into that role and she played really well. Um, against Georgia, Michaela Daniels, senior leader. Um, she had her best game of the season against the Bulldogs. So this team does respond well, like coming off the road, uh, off a tough loss on the road at Kentucky, for them to come back and have that type of performance against Georgia, I think says something about them. Um, be interested to see how they respond on Saturday or on Sunday. They play at Alabama. Uh, they're one and two in SEC play. They'll be looking to get back to 500. I believe that game is at 2 p.m. on SEC Network. And then another thing coming up, uh, gymnastics team actually gets its season started today. Uh, they have Georgia tonight at Barnhill Arena. Um, sounds like there's a lot of excitement right now around that team. Um, Tom Murphy, he does a great job for us. Um, you can check it out at wholehogsports.com all year long, uh, kind of providing the latest updates on the gymnastics team. Um, and I believe they're ranked 15th, you know, entering the season. So could be exciting stuff for them. Uh, Barnhill Arena's turned into like just a phenomenal home court or home advantage for the um for the gymnastics team they usually sell that place out or get close to it so um if you don't have anything else going on i know it's kind of dangerous weather up here uh today in northwest arkansas but maybe check out the gymnastics team if if you're able to well on the other uh side of this break we're going to have that conversation with danielle gibson horton of the arkansas softball team you're listening to the game changers podcast 
Stay on top of all Arkansas Razorback sports with a Digital Plus subscription on the Hogs Illustrated app. Get complete Razorbacks coverage in one location. Your subscription gives you 20-plus issues of Hogs Illustrated magazine, the most unique and compelling coverage anywhere in the state, plus total access to all the content on wholehogsports.com, including breaking news, commentaries, analysis, features, recruiting, award-winning photos, and premium message boards. Subscriptions start at just $17 per month. Join the Hog Sports Network team at subscribe.waco.com. That's subscribe.wehco.com. Or call 479-684-5509 to get your front row seat to Arkansas Razorback Sports. Go Hogs! Like I said, super thrilled today to be joined by Coach Danielle Gibson Horton. Um, Danielle, it's really fun to have you, you know, on the show now. Uh, it would have been great, you know, as an athlete, had this been a podcast to have you on, but we're so thrilled to have you now um, and the fact that you're a coach here. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. I'm excited to be a coach here and to just um, keep pouring into this program. Yeah, well, first of all, I just want to ask you, um, you know, what what's it been like to have this opportunity? I know um, probably coaching was was a goal all along concerning you went and you were under Tony Baldwin at Georgia there um, as just you were just a student volunteer coach, correct? Yeah, a volunteer coach. Yep. And so coaching was kind of in the in the, um, you know, in your train of thought, but to be able to, you know, so quickly turn around and be back where, you know, you made such a name for yourself. Uh, what's it been like, I guess, um, having that opportunity so early in your career? There's days where I pinch myself and I'm like, how did I end up doing this? How did I pull this off? You know, um, but I think that it just starts with the player that I was and and how I behaved and how I um, I knew from an early jump in college athletics that I wanted to continue to be in college athletics. And I just I feel grateful that um, Coach D decided to give me an opportunity to come back and and really um, jumpstart my career. I. I owe a lot to her. I owe a lot to Tony Baldwin for just teaching me and and letting me mess up sometimes when there was times where, um, you know, I just am learning. I, I had never been on that side of things. And it, it's it's so fun. I love my job. I love getting to connect with the girls. I think that's there's something there's nothing. I was actually having this conversation with one of our girls yesterday as she was asking me, you know, how do you how do you like coaching? And I'm like, you know what? let me sit here and talk to you about how I love coaching because it is something that is so undescribable when you, when you feel the joy and the immense like happiness, when you see them figure something out, especially from a hitting perspective, there's like no other drug that's like it. It's just, it, it is this addicting of like, okay, I want to help this person. I want to help this person because you just see their face light up. You see the light bulb, you see everything click. And it is just, I don't know, I, I, I enjoy it more than ever feeling the success of myself. It is so cool to see and have just this little tiny piece of someone else's uh, success. It's so much fun. Yeah. And I know that, I mean, for you as somebody who you train, uh, you are a professional softball player as well. Um, and you're probably having kind of, I mean, as you keep training some of those light bulb moments for yourself, you know, you're, whenever you're training, what's it been like, I guess, to kind of incorporate um, maybe what you learn on your professional journey, um, perfecting your craft. What's it been like, I guess, maybe taking some of those experiences and then trying to impart what you've learned, um, you know, to just such a young, a younger generation of hitters? 
Yeah, I think it's important to still continue to learn. I think that the best coaches are always learning and it helps to be still in the game and, and still learning and, and having developed relationships at, a, at the professional level, especially in our league with how much it changes, just base-to-base, -base, like day-to-day, week-to-week with the with the teams changing. You're always having to connect with new people and having new conversations and figuring out ways to do things that are a lot different. And so I feel like the connection aspect from a professional level, I was able to grow a ton in the last two years. And for me, that's carried over more than anything that I've, that I've learned um, when it comes to a softball perspective of I've always craved and, and wanted co to be coached hard. I've always craved that, that knowledge and, and the softball IQ and have done, have read so many books on leadership and so many books on um, just our sport and when you don't have, when you have the opportunity to go out and be with the best and have to figure things out from a connection standpoint, it, it, it immediately translates over to coaching. And so I think that the professional level, yeah, we have some really amazing athletes and I love to talk shop with them all day. And I also have to give myself the credit that I'm there for a reason too. And so taking in and trusting myself, it's actually another thing too is is trusting the way that I do things, trusting the way that I teach things, how I how I view things, that I'm just as good as the rest of everyone, and that and that I I belong there, and that that was the biggest lesson I learned my my first year is uh, is I belong there, I know what I'm doing, and it has given me the confidence to come over on the coaching side and and feel that as I give it pour that into my athletes. You know, talking to a few of the athletes and then hearing Coach Dyfel speak, um, really excited the other day getting to hear just kind of her first thoughts about the starting practice. Um, it seems like definitely a theme I picked up on is with um, you and Coach Gasso. I mean, both being so new, um, everybody just keeps on saying like the bar was like early set the bar as far as like um, like people know, like kind of we maybe redo things if we're not doing them right and we, we get stuff right. Um, I guess how important was that for you um, being, you know, it is kind of a, just a unique situation coming into a place where you, I mean, you know, some of the girls on the team because you played with them, but uh, coming in and I guess maybe setting that tone of, you know, um, I mean, just the culture of the program, everybody, it's such a friendly culture, but there there is such a strict kind of work side too. Totally. I, I just go back and I'm grateful for the decisions that I made as a player to to continue to raise that bar for us. I feel like I have always tried to raise that bar for us when it when it comes to a standard, when it comes to how we behave. And I made those hard decisions early and I feel like I'm reaping the benefits almost of being able to come on the staff side and feel and feel trusted by Coach Seifel and the staff. And so I think when Coach Gasson and I came in, it was, hey, look, we have we know what this team is capable of. We know that where this program needs to go very quickly. How are we going to get there? How are we going to bring our new minds, our new ways of doing things? How are we going to bring that in here, but also incorporate the family culture? Um, this week has been something that um, I will never forget in my coaching career, just because of how special our retreat was. Just coming back and seeing these hitters and seeing these these athletes obviously work this winter break I think every coach when they send them off for winter break it's like oh please please continue to do all your training and this group just like like they just love to work and they love the the fact that we have raised our standards the fact that we have um 
you know, push them to a degree that maybe they haven't felt like they've been pushed to before. And it doesn't mean that we're screaming at them and we're yelling at them and and that, and also it doesn't mean that it's been all fun and, and extremely like loving and, and all that. I think that there's been a really healthy balance. I think that the girls crave some type of guidance and some type of instruction. And with Coach Gass and I coming in extremely eager to give that, it's been a great it's been a really great transition and it's been a really great transition for myself to see how coach Seifel coaches and, and the way that she communicates to her staff and, and same thing with coach Michael. It's, it's been a really cool transition for me and it's been a cool to be able to share that with coach Gasso too, because we both knew and we both want to um, pour so much into this program because we love it already um, from a staff side. So it's been, it, you know, the, the, we we give the standards like we want to give the standards the girls are the ones doing it the girls are the ones buying in and so i just have to give them credit for that uh, as we go throughout the uh, as we went through the fall and, and into the into january so of course i mean whenever you played here the there's obviously a very immense amount of respect for coach difel from you but i guess what's it kind of been like maybe seeing now being on staff uh like the whole scale like behind the scenes that maybe you didn't always get as an athlete and just like the, how the day-to-day works like I guess how is that relationship there um maybe even transformed or transformed farther yeah I mean it's different it's it's a different dynamic in, in every best way possible I remember our first week my first week back in um and working it, it was like you know me and her we sat down and She's like, you know, it's us. It's, you know, we have our staff, but like, we're, we're the women. We we're, it's me and you, you know, we got to have each other's backs. And um, it's just so cool to, to be able to have that relationship of like taking it to the next step. Her and I, when it was great, when we were, when it was player coach. And now I, I, I don't know, there's just times where I I'm at home and I'm like, gosh, man, like how, how did I how did I, how did I get this? Like, how, how did I get here? And I just feel an immense amount of gratitude. We moved into our house a couple of weeks ago. And I just, as I'm moving boxes and I'm like, I don't know what I would do if I didn't have the relationship that I had with Coach Stifel. I don't know. Would we even be moving into a house? Where would we be living? What would we be doing? Um, but I mean, I, I believe in God's timing and I believe in the fact that like, there's just, everything happens for a reason. I trans here for a reason to build that relationship um it's just cool to be able to look back on my on my career here and how I got here and how I was able to go and, and come back and um the goal is to always come back I never thought I'd be this quick but I'm, I'm extremely grateful that it is my husband's happy I'm happy it's been um it's just been good to get to know coach Life also as a friend too you know she's an amazing person and and is that type of friend that's like you know if anything happens just give me a call and no matter where when it is and she genuinely means that and um she's just she's amazing you know you talked about how you didn't think that it would be this soon that you'd come back but kind of one of those dominoes that helped probably make it fall was just it seems like a huge win for the sport the fact that they there was added an extra coach like now programs can have an extra paid assistant coach how have you seen maybe from um, the standpoint of where you're one of the ones coming up with, you know, instruction and and helping with the, this whole operation, how, like, have you been able to see those wins that maybe you're like, man, that would have been nice as an athlete to have, you know, an extra coach like that. Totally. I think it was time. I think it has been long overdue. I've seen my 
the volunteer assistant coaches in my run as an athlete do the same thing and just not get the title for it. And so it's, it's definitely a long time coming when it comes to just being able to have the respect of a title, have the, have the, um, like financial situations and the benefits and, and all of that, it's been needed because there's been someone in my position that this wasn't also an assistant coach, um, like my position last year, it was, everything has always been hands-on. It just, it wasn't always, um, labeled, you know? And so I I think it's great. I think it's great. I, I honestly, I think about it from a baseball perspective too. I'm like, how did that roster size not have an extra assistant coach? Um, And when it just comes to the ability to have another elite mind uh, on staff. And so, you know, you think about too, like a connection wise of, of these players, they're always going to have one specific coach that they maybe connect with uh, more or just with personalities. It's like, it's like building relationships in a friend, in a friendship or whatever. Um, It just gives them one extra coach to be able to connect with and one extra coach to maybe like click lingos with, with vocabulary and stuff like that. So I love it from having a, a both coach Gas and I work hitting. And so it's, it's really cool to see us connect with different athletes with different language and different vocabulary. It's, it's cool to be able to see some people like really enjoy the scouting aspect. Some people really enjoy the sequencing, which is how my brain works. Some people really enjoy the feel and the, and the um, confidence and, and that's Co- coach Gas's specialty. And it, it's, um, it's cool for us to both come together and and have the opportunity to do so because now we have a fourth um, a fourth coach and an actual another assistant coach and we're able to have that respect from the girls as well um, and it's just it's been great I, it, it's great things for our sport it's great things moving forward and I'm excited to see what um, this position will bring um, throughout the throughout the year this year you know I've thought it's really cool you know whenever you speak to um, you know, you're in the basketball gym, Coach Musselman, they're always implementing stuff, you know, that they teach in the NBA or um, yada, 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 other sports, always looking to like the pro model. But this year, um, and I know Arkansas has always done like Razorbacks Unlimited, but really tried to take a lot of things that are out of Athletes Unlimited, professional softball, which you, um, you're an athlete, you're an Athletes Unlimited athlete. Um, you know, how what was that like, I guess, trying to like take, you know, now with softball, there is like a pro kind of thing to look at that implementing now on the college level. It's cool. It's, it's like, um, full circle for sure. I remember playing it for the first time as an athlete here of Razorbacks, Razorbacks Unlimited and really not knowing where the league was going to go and thinking that it was cool that they had started this new league. It was it's innovative. It's cool. We got Coach Michael on staff, who is numbers, and and so I was able to kind of really jumpstart my understanding of that league um, early. And then it just felt, I mean, my first game at AU, it was it was full circle. And then I come back here, and I and I teach that, and it's full circle. It's just you just never know where life's going to lead you, and and it's just you know, I'm grateful that we have something to look forward to now. I I feel like until that spot of when I was playing collegiately it's like a question mark of what okay what's going to happen what's going to happen after my college career is over is there an opportunity to go pro or or do I have to just go and play international or or um, hope that I get um, put on that USA roster or just stuff like that and uh, I just think about how how cool it is for our girls to be able to have especially some of our seniors who who can freaking 
play some ball, um, have an opportunity to look forward to after after their seasons this year of like, okay, like I can go play and I can go play with the big dogs now. And and it's just cool. I'm I'm grateful to have that experience and grateful that they have that that experience to look forward to something. And um I, like I said earlier, there's some that our women's sport or softball, the sport of softball is going places and I'm excited to see where it's gonna go here pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, one of the last questions I want to ask you, I guess, um, as a, you know, being now here for as long as you have, I'm sure you've been able to pick up on maybe some things that you didn't, maybe you didn't expect to like as much as a coach. Like, what are some of those things that you, maybe you didn't expect coming into like this role that you would kind of thrive in slash enjoy as much as you have? I love the recruiting. I, I, so I've always been, I'm going to, I would, I'm going to say recruiting because I'd say hands down scouting is my favorite, but I scouted when I was a player. And so I knew I was going to like playing that game, but recruiting has been really, really surprisingly fun for me. I think that it's been um, something that I've enjoyed building relationships with when it comes to travel ball coaches and, and the players that we recruit and the parents that we bring on. It's, I also feel a little bit of pride in it because this was my school and, and I think that it's the best I think, I mean, obviously I'm a coach here, but I have the perspective of a student athlete and it's the best environment that you'll ever be in hands down. And so I have this pride of when I'm able to share that with, with recruits and, and with call with high school coaches, with um, travel ball coaches, whoever it may be. I, I think that they know that I'm coming from the heart that I, they know that I am some, I guess, advocating for something that I'm not just selling, selling a brand. And it's been fun to be able to figure that that aspect out and, and to build those connections. And um, I'm, as an alumni, seeing who's coming in, I'm ex- really excited to see where this program goes. And obviously, as a staff member, still having a piece a piece of their development and a piece of that of the program's development. Um, it's just it's been fun. It's been fun to um, see these girls that we're recruiting and and get really excited and be part of it It, it's it surprised it really surprised me on how much i i have enjoyed it so all right last thing i'm going to ask of course you worked your butt off um for years kind of being one of those to define define what is arkansas softball but now you're still part of i guess um you know it's so full circle now you're back and you're still defining i guess like what the program stands for and what it is but kind of i guess in your words from both experiences like what is it about Arkansas softball that it makes it, you know, in your head, um, maybe different from the rest and what, why you love it, I guess, so much? Uh, yeah, I think it starts with Coach Seifel. I think it starts with just who she is as a person when it comes to to feeling that family feel. Um, and I think that Arkansas softball is built on playing with passion. I think that it's built on uh, – players who have an immense amount of work ethic, who are extremely tough, but also are connected and, and really truly care for each other. And I think that's exactly what Coach Eiffel is. She's competitive, she's tough, she's a leader. She uh, also knows when when to be able to to take you under her wing and 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 take you forward. And um, she, in my opinion, does it extremely well. And these girls feed off of that and they feed off of her energy and her competitive competitiveness her um, ability to kind of clock in and clock out of, of okay when it's time to work and when it's time to um just be family and and 
I think, I don't know. I, I think that that's, that's really it. it. It is, it starts with her and, and it and it spreads down to everyone in our program, not just our players, our support staff, managers, everyone, just the way that we go about our life and, and how we behave daily. It's been, it's been fun to be able to also be a part of that as a staff member. So. Well, it's that time of year. We're very close to softball season starting. Uh, Danielle, we're really excited to see, um, you know, obviously how the team does this year, but also just to see, you know, the growth of you. And it's been, I know, cool for a lot of people. Um, it was maybe Christmas came early whenever they made that announcement that you would be coming back. So I want to thank you for uh, for taking time to, to do this this morning. Of course. Thanks for having me, Ethan. It, it's it's great. And I'm excited to be here. And um excited to also Christmas came early for me as well so well each week on the game changers podcast we do highlight a game changer of the week and want to go back to Carly Keats of the Arkansas women's basketball team um really tough situation whenever you have a star like Talia Scott who's ninth in the nation leading the SEC in scoring uh, to to really just step in and try and make things go smoothly. Uh, and that's exactly what Carly Keats did uh, Sunday against Georgia, the first game without Talia Scott. Uh, she stepped in, and she just made some incredible plays. Um, she had a career-high 16 points, I believe it was 16. Um, and really just she wasn't phased by the moment. That's what Coach Neighbors kept on coming back to after the game um, is just how her number was called. And it, it was like – any other game for her, uh, really stepped up. That was a big win for the team. They shot up in the net rankings the next day, uh, 17 spots uh, up to number 63. So it was a huge win for them. And Carly Keats is one of the reasons that they got the win. Um, I think Coach Neighbors, the way that he said it is that's a playbook on how to step up when your, when your number is called. So our game changer of the week is Carly Keats, the Arkansas women's basketball team. Well, this has been another episode of the Game Changers podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again soon.